Hey, how are hey. you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. How about yourself? I'm good. Uh, finally got through to buying a new, a new car, as I was uh, saying. Um, so that's a big load off of my shoulders right now. I can focus on other things. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah. Um, so before we start talking about keys and their symbolism and how we can use them in magic i just want to do like a little uh parenthesis if that's a word parenthese. um <laughs> i keep seeing something that bothers me on uh social medias um a lot of things bother me but i'm gonna try to not lose my shit um <laughs> Have, have you noticed some posts on the witch groups about sage, uh, about people saying stuff like, oh, I don't want to be doing cultural appropriation. Um, and so I don't want to use sage because I'm not native. Uh, blah, blah, blah. What else could I use? Uh, and then I, I saw some people talk about um how sage is going instinct, uh, extinct. Okay, let's get the what? first thing straight. <laughs> let's get this stuff uh, demystified, okay? First of all, if you go on, uh, how is it called? Uh, anyways, you can look up the extinction um, status of sage. And is, it is at as least concerned because it is very dense. It is, there's no, it's not extinct or on its way to become extinct. There's no alarming risk of that at the moment. So, you know, that's just one argument for the sake of, you know, just having a freaking argument. Um, so that's that. It's people, yeah, it's I not mean, it, extinct. It, it, Cindy, it also grows wild in BC. I mean, you know, you can just go there and walk around and there's like miles and miles and miles and miles of woods yeah. everywhere, everywhere with this sage growing. <laughs> yeah. So I was, when I saw this, I was like, what's wrong with people? I feel like everybody is like, I don't want to say a bunch of snowflakes, but uh, I feel like everybody is looking to be offended by something and everything now is cultural appropriation. Okay. So the second thing I want to say about this, <laughs> I'm native and I have a lot of native friends. Talk to them. Nobody cares about if you're using sage to um, purify your home uh the issue what people don't understand what cultural appropriation is is that usually it is if you're using something that you have no knowledge on and you're just using it to mock or to pretend you're cool or that you have no knowledge about what it's really used for that's like where it becomes 
an insult. And usually it's done by a certain type of people uh, that have a certain, uh, you know, like a white male kind of thing, privilege. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Usually yeah. that's where the concern is. And the second concern where it is being said to be cultural appropriation and why natives want other people and by other people they mean the big companies okay ran by other people that are not native americans um they want them to stop marketing it and stop producing they want the big chains to stop selling smudge kits because they don't have the knowledge of what it is or why it is used for And that's cultural appropriation. So basically, it's other people making money off of this spiritual, uh, cultural thing. So that's when it becomes cultural appropriation. And I'm sure we'll have some people emailing me or, you know, like we'll probably have some. Possible for sure. Yes. But I I don't care, people. Just if the shoe fits, you know, like if you feel <clears throat> like you don't understand exactly what cultural appropriation is, or if you're trying to tell me that I don't know what it is, you can look it up. Usually it's it has to be uh what i said it was <laughs> okay you can look that up if you want yeah well um, a, a really good example of it is you know uh halloween costumes you know like the typical indian costumes you yeah. know that they marketed through the years um yeah. but also you know this has to be said also witch the witch ugly witch costumes <laughs> like yeah that, how witches are portrayed <laughs> yes It's totally, and uh, I don't know about you, but I certainly don't look like the witches that are the typical, you know, with the wart at the end of the nose and like all this stuff. But it's it's sort of yeah, it's sort of the same thing in some ways. There's elements of it that are similar. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just something that people have have marketed. And successfully mm -hmm. marketed. And so, and I want to say one other thing too, as far as things um, being, you know, sort of uh, being in danger of, uh, you know, extinction or whatever, if we're talking about plants, um, apparently the Palo, uh, what is it? The Palo Santo wood. Yeah. Apparently mm -hmm. that I did read. Now I've got to check it, but apparently mm -hmm. that they are losing more and more. And uh, I did read somewhere. I haven't, I, I admit, I haven't done my homework on it, but mm -hmm. you know, something like that, it could be like people are, you know, somehow thinking that that's what it is, you know, yeah. it could be mistaken because I have heard that that's a problem with that, It's, with that wood. Yeah. The, have you the, heard that the, too? Yes. Uh, yeah. The problem is that people nowadays, they don't really do any research. They just go for, 
you know, like what everybody else is saying, or they ask on Facebook groups. I mean, first of all, mm -hmm. if you have a computer, you can go and do your real research by yourself and don't just listen to what some people say on like, um, on Facebook groups or whatever other groups. I mean, there's like so much misinformation that is passing on there. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, okay, well, first of all, if, if you're afraid to use something and think maybe it's cultural appropriation or you don't feel at ease with it, go get some information on the subject. Like, you know, like back in the 70s, and I even have a documentary on this uh, in my YouTube uh, playlist um there were many uh i don't like to say white people but many people that are non-native okay mm -hmm. um, yeah they would go into the the communities and ask if they could you know like look at their be a part of the ritual because they were interested genuinely and you know what they were they were welcomed with open arms. I mean, it's, it's like, uh, it's not like they were there to make big money off of this. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's yeah. okay to be interested in someone else's culture and to participate. That's, that's okay. Even some of them will be like teaching you uh, about their gods and their uh, their um, rituals or whatever, whatnot. Like usually, mm -hmm. people see this like as a chance to share and to teach and all that, but they don't want uh, the big guys to just come in and market that and then make profit off of this this is when it becomes the cultural appropriation everybody's raving about you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so if yeah. if you have any doubts just go and have like a talk or something with like a a bunch of different sources you know don't just listen to this one guy on facebook saying oh this is cultural appropriation this thing is going extinct i mean i was like i have to talk about this because i'm so tired of seeing bullshit like that on everywhere you know i just like mm -hmm. it's well, annoying yeah. like you said a lot of it is ignorance like just not knowing and yeah. Maybe maybe someone's read something somewhere and taken it for gospel, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and and, and people are just like, okay, then I won't use it, you know. It's like yeah, I mean, it it. Here's the thing, though, and I think this needs to be said. You know, if you're afraid of using sage or whatever, my God, like if I'm really desperate for something to burn. I'll just go to IGA and I'll, I'll pick yeah. out the, uh, the herbs and I'll just make, uh, you know, I'll just weave them into, uh, you know, uh, some kind of a thing to burn along with like pine needles outside or whatever I feel like doing. So yeah. I if mean, you don't, first of all, 
yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't you don't have to like follow and then be worried about it. I mean, if you don't want to use sage, you don't have to use sage. I mean, mm-hmm. there's many other things you can use, lavender or basil or, you know, the sky, in my opinion, the sky's the limit, you know. But I guess it's the act of burning that the person is feeling is, you know, culturally, culturally uh, you know, appropriating their culture because of smudging. But, you know, incense has been used for I don't even know how long. Um, and incense is, you know, uh, from another culture as well. Yeah. Like Egyptians, so, they use that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know where I'd have to do some research just to find out. But, you know, that's another thing that's been used. So, yeah, I think I think it's good that you bring these things up because then people can kind of hear them and then ask their own questions, you know? Yeah. Like, go and ask yourself some questions, but please do some more, like, research deeper than just saying on Facebook, oh, I'm so sad, like, I really love the smell of sage, but now I just learned it was appropriate, God, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just... And one other thing, like, if you're concerned for nature, first of all, when you're a witch and you've been doing witchcraft for a long time, don't you know already that you have to give back at some point to the earth? So if you're concerned about you using a certain type of herb, you can just replant it or you can replant something else. You can uh, put the ashes of it back into the ground and feed the other herbs that are going to come out of there. Or you know what I mean? Well, like that's point. You're that's supposed to point. give back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. Yeah. So, and to me, the whole world, and I know this is very controversial, what I, I'm going to say, the whole world belongs to all of us. Mm-hmm. And we all have different um, cultures And even within these cultures, there's different levels of of how they do it. You know, like if you go to a certain part, the natives do this. If you go to another certain part, they don't do it. They do it another way. We're all using the world and it should be all okay in a sense like it's like the the real problem is the racism and the extortion of people Mm -hmm. and it happens in every country every culture and we kind of know who has the bigger stick there that's where the problem is the problem is not Mm -hmm. whether you use or not sage or whether you like braiding your hair or Mm -hmm. whether that is not the issue. The issue is not like the, the little guy that likes to wear, uh, like uh, baggy pants and 
you know, like he's not mocking the, the, the black rapper guy. He's just like admiring him and being like, this is what I want to do also. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's that's like, yeah. Yeah, it's that's, that's like, a good example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like, I think I, sometimes I can't express myself in a correct way, I feel. <laughs> Well, I think you're doing just fine. (laughs) Yeah, I think you are. I think this also gives people an idea, like, you know, of of, uh, if they don't know any people who are Native, then Mm -hmm. it kind of gives them a kind of a look into, you know, oh, okay, this is is what she's saying. Well, okay, now I kind of (laughs) know. You know, not everybody knows someone who's native that, you know, they can ask or feels comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, some people are really shy and they wouldn't be comfortable going and asking somebody, uh, you know, personal questions. So mm-hmm. I think like for me, I've, I've seen like a lot of different things and to me, yeah, respect is it should be there. But you know, that's the whole thing. Respect should be there, period. For mm-hmm. for even like you said, for nature. I mean, yeah. without it, you know, then you're you're doing what? You know, you're taking from the land, you're not giving back, you know, you're not being respectful. And I think these things need to be said in this day and age because um there's a bit so of a lack. Right. Yeah, there's a lack of that nowadays, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Have you gotten it off your chest? Yes. I feel much better because I was like like ruminating this since Friday night. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, like, who can I tell this to? So I'm telling the world. Perfect. I I still think that's a perfect way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. What better? Um, And it'll open up a dialogue too, possibly. I hope so. And um, I think that it is really important to really stop and ask yourself like what your values are and whether this is a big issue or not. And I mean with everything, because I feel like the more life becomes comfortable, the more people are looking for the bad thing out there, you know? What do you mean? Can you explain that? Um, you know, like back in the old days, like older days, you know, like 10, 20, 30 years ago, Uh, when there was like wars and uh, big, big issues and and the level of living wasn't as comfortable as today. Today we have the Mm -hmm. internet, we have services everywhere. Uh, Poverty is at a lower, uh, at its lowest, if we look at worldwide. And crime also is at its lowest. That's not what we hear though right? Right. That's true. (laughs) But but it is like, if you look at throughout history, people are living longer lives than they used to. And it's becoming healthier. Mm -hmm. We're living healthier also. 
and we have a lot of commodities and life is much more comfortable. And yet we live in a society where we're always stressed, like depression and anxiety is like off the, you know, like at its highest. Yeah, that's very true. It's the seventies. And, and that is like a, um, a bit of how our brains work, I guess, because we're just like, we we're living in like a state of like fear and all that. And now that all this like uh, comfort, comfort has been like given to us, it's like our brains are still looking for that uh, flight or fight kind of um, reason, you know? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I, I can give you a, an example, but I think like we should maybe touch that down in like a no- another episode because it's, it's like there's a lot of content there if I'm starting yeah. to give examples. But um, just like people are treating minor little um how can I say this let's let's say let's call them offenses I I don't think they're offensive but let's just say that they are for a second they're treating this small thing as a huge freaking issue I'm gonna Mm -hmm. give you one example okay I don't know if you remember the movie the witches with um uh what's her name uh uh houston uh, angela houston oh angelica houston yes yes i i don't i don't remember it i've heard of it but i don't remember it okay well it's an older movie in the 80s i think and it was about witches and witches being portrayed as very ugly, right? Like they had long nose with warts. They right. didn't have toes and they only had three fingers and stuff like that. They had no hair. Oh God, okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. it was a movie. It was a movie done for comedy, for, for funny purposes and for scaring yeah. little children to behave. Okay, was that the witches of Eastwick? No, that was good though. Okay, (laughs) but no, it was just called Witches. Okay, (laughs) I'll send you the trailer. But they they remade it, they remade it this year with Anne Hathaway. Okay, oh, okay, and so there was this big issue. And tell me if you think this is weird, she had to apologize to people who only have three fingers or that have missing limbs. Because somewhere, someone said that it was offensive to people that have missing limbs. Yeah, well, I think there's a couple of things going on with that. If if I'm... You know, like, honestly, my my view is that maybe, you know, people were offended that they could be portrayed as witches, you know. And then also, because people have 
physical problems or physical deformities. Yeah, they they didn't like that. I mean, I think I I I think that's a bit crazy to be honest with you. That's my view. Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy because yeah, it's sort of <laughs> it's and not, there was no there's nowhere in the movie where it isn't that it is being like ridiculed like there's no where in the movie where handicaps are being ridiculed you know it's like yeah yeah so it was just taken but then again like you said earlier that is a really good example of what's going on right now in our time that mm-hmm. people are offended yes okay some people should you know should be should be reprehended for the things they've said in the past but mm-hmm. honestly you know uh, <laughs> it's like making up a movie with aliens and then apologizing for people who don't have hair you know like yeah, exactly. it makes no sense <laughs> or apologizing apologizing for people who may have Betty Davis eyes or that <laughs> right. the aliens, yeah. you know? It's yeah, like, it, it's taking it way too far. Really, it is. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. breathe, people. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sometimes, like, do you ever, like, get the feeling that these people who are writing to these companies being offended aren't even related in any way, shape, or, or form to the fucking matter at hand. <laughs> well, know? I think that's, that's probably very true in some cases, you know, because um, it's, it's an art form now to be offended. It's an yeah. art form. And I understand some, some things people need to apologize about 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Absolutely. not right. But we're not, I mean, listen, I grew up in the 60s. So I think I've got a really good idea of things that people said that they really shouldn't have. Because the 60s was notorious for people saying all kinds of things, horrible things, and getting away with it. So, you know, I don't, it's not that I just like, you know, fell off a turnip truck or whatever they say. I basically have seen it be pretty bad and then now it's kind of swung the other way and hopefully it'll go somewhere in between. I'm hoping. Yeah. I hope. I mean, you know, and maybe later we can talk about Christmas and Yule time and things mm-hmm. like that because that's also yeah. something else. And also, you know, I mean, this is, I just want to say something quickly, but we could touch on it on another one, but I just don't want to forget. I was driving today and I drove through a really small town and one of the houses had this like little, um, and I'm not being critical. I'm just trying to lay it out for you so you can see what I was, what I saw. It was uh, like a little, almost like a dome in the front. And it had like, I think it was supposed to be Jesus and Mary and Joseph. Okay, I think. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've seen those many times. And you know, for the first time, I drove by it and I looked at it and I thought, "Wow, 
can you imagine how insane people would get if I decided to put a huge pentagram in the, the front of my house on the, on the yard with maybe, I don't know what else, God only knows, you know, mm-hmm. um, just like to yeah. sort of celebrate what I believe in, right? Oh, yeah, it's very hypocritical. I mean, Christianity is a religion. It's a cult. Yeah. And they're always pretending everything else is a cult, right? I mean, they're like the biggest uh, organized cult out there. And we are still... Uh, being influenced by this religious cult Mm -hmm. and all through the world. So really think about that. And it is a great, um, a great uh, subject for a big two part episode. I think we should. I think that would be a good one for sure. Yeah. Because I think we both have a lot to say on it. <laughs> yes, it's like I'm trying to contain all the words. <laughs> because it's like, well, we're already at like 30 minute mark, I think, of this episode. Yeah. And <laughs> we haven't even touched the, the real subject we said we were going <laughs> to. It's yeah, just I feel true. like we could talk for hours and hours about this. <laughs> that's a good thing, though, isn't it? That's a great thing. Absolutely. Yeah. At least we're content. We're not just like, you know, boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know. <laughs> I don't think um, we are, but yeah. I'm kind of biased. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I'm loving this. So <laughs> you know, yeah. give us yeah. your opinion, public. Yeah, definitely. Um, Let us know what you think. Yeah. So should we get on to keys after the little break? What do you think? Yeah, that's a great idea. All right. Hello, hello. Hey, welcome back. Um, (laughs) So keys, do you want to go first? Did you find out anything about uh, the... um, I don't know about keys and what they do and magic and all that. Well, I mean, what I know about it is, um, is that, you know, you can use keys for their aspect of being a key. So Mm -hmm. for example, you know, like I think I was telling you, if you're looking, you know, to buy a new house or to move or something and you can do a spell with an actual key um really good and then you can use that as a pendant right but also mm-hmm. what i really found out was interesting i mean and this i found out in the summer is that if you get an old key that's made of iron and you mm-hmm. wear it, it it's protection yes. in itself without doing anything yeah so that's why you and i talked about skeleton keys old skeleton keys are the best mm-hmm. you know yeah. i think you probably find them well you can find them sometimes at garage sales or antique stores yeah um but i think you probably buy them on amazon as well if you really look for them 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I guess. And, and I would go with, uh, I wouldn't go to Amazon. I think I would really go to like, uh, garage sales or even like, um, mm-hmm. where, uh, where else did I find it? Uh, in some towns there's like these, uh, auction sales. Yes. Or antiques, yeah. uh, like, just like different stores going to this same place and showing off all that they have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forget how it's called, but it's like they resent they assemble there and they just like, uh, kind of like do their little antique roadshow kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also like, uh, what's that one in, um, Oh, there's one in, in um, Oh, sorry, I can't remember the name. It's not a an antique thing, or it's where it's an outside market where they sell all kinds of things, and you could probably find something like that there. Like a flea Do you know market? what I mean? Yeah, flea market. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. That's uh, that's <laughs> another place. Um, <laughs> so, what yeah. do you know about keys? Well, I always knew that they were like really. Um, attractive to me I've always Mm -hmm. had as jewelry since my god I don't remember when I was really really young I remember finding an old key that had uh, Jewish things written on it it had um, I, I really never knew back then there was no googling it <laughs> there was right. no like back then and I never knew what it was but I remember like finding it in the streets of Montreal and being like wow that's like really interesting and I think that's like the first like the furthest uh, memory of me falling in love with a key um and I love those like uh ancients (laughs) ancient ones you know like the the iron um skeleton keys and all that and oh god me too to me just like thinking about what a key does is very relevant to magic and witchcraft it opens Mm -hmm. yes it keeps secrets it keeps precious things uh locked away uh it keeps bad things locked away so keys are very versatile if you use them in in magic you can make trinkets uh mm-hmm. jewelry uh you can make uh um so many things uh, really you can like if i like i found the car finally like i was saying before but i was about to do a uh ritual um, to bring me luck to find a car, right? And I was going to use my old car keys as a sort of symbolism to attract that, you know? So that's Ooh. like something you do. You could put it in a jar. Uh, you know, like if you have a... Um, a uh, bank key or something that is a... A symbolism of a bank written on your key you can add that to um your money jar and just mm. like have, give this aspect of i don't know like a big uh money 
uh, amount that's going to be protected and that you could save or, you know, like stuff like that. Um, and it's, it's been uh, like I found out that it was associated to, well, Hecate, I already knew, but mm -hmm. also Janice. And um, it's in the UK, people still give a key to a pregnant woman that's going to have a, a delivery soon so that she has a safe delivery. Oh, nice. Uh, so it's, it's still like being used also uh, ritually, <laughs> ritualistically, in my opinion, hmm. uh, all around the world. And that was like really interesting uh, to find out and <laughs> you know like yes. uh it's go ahead and use it you can charm your keys and they're just like very symbolic so it, yeah and i mean yeah that's it's also one of the things that people end up throwing away because mm. you know what if you move and you still have the old keys or you know whatever um and so, yeah, if you can find a way to, like, use them even better. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Sorry, I need some water. <laughs> right. You also, um, you can also use them, like I said, as a symbol of something. Like, let's say it's your old home key, right? And you've just moved out. You can... Uh, Put them at the end of I don't know a fairy um, charm. How do you call it? Like uh, you have one. Like what do you mean? The fairy thing you have on close to your window. Oh, the fairy rope. Yeah, the fairy rope. You can add yeah, that I mean on at the end. Yeah, of you that. can make it. Yeah. That's a really good idea, actually. And just keep your home safe or keep, you know, the new home, like, I don't know, like uh, um, being like a, a good memory or something, you know? You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I mean, I think like... <laughs> What you're saying is that you can use them in so many different ways. I really liked, um, you know, what you brought up about putting them in a jar. But I think also, like, if you make a spell jar, you could put it on the outside and maybe yeah. write something on it or, you know. Mm -hmm. um, like this, this, uh, this weekend, my son was cleaning out, you know, some of his stuff. And he found, like, I don't know, maybe 12 keys. You know, mm -hmm. just normal keys, door keys. And he gave them to me because he was going to throw them out. And so I have all these keys, and now I'm thinking of ways to use them. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, what you're saying makes a lot of sense, for sure. I also know that um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, when someone dies you can like bury them with a key that has like a certain significance as like, so that he can find his next uh, place to live. 
so that he can find his way back home or uh, I've never heard of that but it actually makes a lot of sense yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense actually I bet you could do that with pets as well yeah maybe if you if you bury your pets yeah that's a great idea so keys are just like so versatile you can use them in anything and uh i did a charm not so long ago with a uh, pink quartz and a key and a Mm -hmm. coin and i hung that on my window uh, so that the sunlight and the moonlight could always shine through that and into the house. Um, so basically, my my um, lover and I, we went to one of those uh, road shows I was talking to you about. Mm-hmm. And we found this box with uh, like so many keys in it. And we were going through it. And I found this key. A skeleton key that was it has a heart in it oh my and god it had the number seven uh engraved in, in it like it was for door number seven right but it was in the shape of a heart and i really liked that key <laughs> right so i was like oh wow uh should i get it should i not get it and anyways i ended up like going back into the car and then she said didn't you grab that key and i said no and she went she went back in and she grabbed it for me and i was like okay and really <laughs> soon after we we bought a home together you know like we found <laughs> our place and to me, this key kind of meant like luck in love and a new home, <laughs> you know, like this to me was like symbolic within symbolism within other symbols, <laughs> you know? And, oh, I love that story. And yeah. so that's why I, like I, I wore it every day until we found the, the house. And now that's why I've like really like uh, hung it there because... Uh, I wanted the house to be like protected and like have, have all these elements of like luck, clarity, love, and money coming in, you know, like on blessing us kind of. So I did this mm-hmm. little charm and, and hung it there. And like, I really feel that. I'm happy here and the people in my home are happy and it's like filled with love and all that. And the key was actually from an old building in Montreal that was, um, that didn't exist anymore. And so these people were selling out the keys like that. And there was like pictures of, of the building back then. I was like, you know, that was, I just felt like that key belonged to someone who had like a very loving home that they were coming to all the time. So it's just like super meaningful, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually, that's a really cool story because, you know, I'm sure there's got to be lots of people that have, you know, have never thought of using a key this way. 
you know, and I think it's really, I think it's important for people to also like realize they can use objects, you know, that they've never thought of using. Mm-hmm. And keys are amazing. I was really glad when you wanted to bring this up because, yeah, keys are very powerful. Yeah, they make excellent charms. And if when you're going to buy your next key or to pick up your next key for those people who are just like gaining interest in it, really um, go into int- <laughs> intuitively. Uh, follow your intuition when it comes to that, like because it it can really speak to you as a crystal would or as a um, gem would, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and yeah. of course, we don't need to mention it, but we will anyway. You should probably. Make sure you smudge or, you know, do, do something. Cleanse whatever you bring in the house, especially if it's keys. Yeah. Um, I didn't with this one because mm-hmm. I really, when I picked it out from the box, I really felt like the energy in it was going to help me um, mm-hmm. find my home. So I didn't want to like cleanse it because I was actually mm-hmm. actually using it as as charged as it mm-hmm. was. So that's also something, you know, like I, I really want people to to learn this skill of really just like closing their eyes and listening to what they feel the object Mm -hmm. is giving them because Mm -hmm. of course you can like a clean slate is a clean slate right it's really good but then if you have something that you want to work with that already has a good energy or a bad energy and that's what you need for for what you're going to do your spell work or whatever Mm -hmm. you can use that And then you can also always cleanse it down the road uh, or cleanse it again. Like my crystals are cleansed um, every once in a while and I own them, you know, but just like because they absorb so much of what I put in them. Like, let's say I have this um, amethyst that I put underneath my pillow. Uh, to suck up all my nightmares so I can sleep or, you know, whatever. Uh, at mm-hmm. some point, I'm going to have to cleanse that and, like, reset it. So, because I can, I can tell when it's not, when it's useless and it needs to go back into the moonlight and, like, just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, it can happen that you fall upon an object that makes you feel really good and you should (laughs) maybe tap into that um, energy instead of just cleansing it away. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Thank you. (laughs) You're Um, welcome. (laughs) Do you always cleanse everything or is there like certain things that you just feel like you want to use the 
uh, natural energies of it? Or did you ever have to really cleanse something because it was negative or? To be honest with you, um, I only started really cleansing this year. Okay. Um, I, I don't know why. I just never felt that, you know, that I needed to. And then, mm-hmm. I don't know, this was such a hard year. And a whole bunch of things happened. And so I started to be more mindful of Mm -hmm. what I owned, what was near me, what I was touching, you know, picking up or using on a daily basis. So that's when I really got into, because before that, it was just something I'd read that people should do it. Um, But then after I had such a hard year this year, um, like so say around April, I started. That's when I really got serious, April, May. And um, so I seriously began cleansing things, not like everything, like you said, but, you know, things that I've sort of had questions about or I feel like, yeah, that that I should cleanse, you know, mm-hmm. Um and that's good. Like I've, I, I always, always do a cleansing on my cards when I do readings and before and mm-hmm. after um, that I've done for like 30 years, 30 odd years. But, mm-hmm. you know, as far as like objects and jewelry and things like that. Um, yeah, I, I just started like seriously mm-hmm. doing it. Um, and like you said, it's not always everything. But I'll have like sort of a doubt in my mind. I'll be like, hmm, I think I probably should do something with this. And so then I'll do it. Um, If I don't feel that need, then I don't bother usually. But um, I'm I'm more mindful of it this year. Hmm. I understand. Um, I haven't ever done spiritual cleansing before this year. Um, I knew about it, but I was doing like relaxation when I wasn't feeling good or um, tapping um, to try and Mm -hmm. sort of filter this negativity uh, or bad energy by myself, by myself without the help of uh, crystals or um smudging but I always had sage in my home every once in a while I would just pass it because you know it's it's a thing when you're native <laughs> you just you yeah know, like, it's part of your life um but I never really felt like I needed to do like a spiritual cleanse like I have been doing this year mm-hmm. I wish I did though because like that changed my life <laughs> Like I, I'm just like everywhere I go and I'm like, do you need some? I can, I can tell you how to do it or I can like give you some. And like last week I went to my mother's and I did some for them so that they can try it and feel like better. Um, the recipe I do when I, I use it, I have this instant feeling of, you know, when you used to play in the snow as a kid and then you would come home and you'd take a warm bath and you would sit in front of the TV and you were preparing for bed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That yeah. feeling of comfort and being just like, 
you know, like emptied out, drained, and just like relaxed. So yeah. um, I, re I really love it. And it's something like I need to chill in my life because <laughs> I'm a pretty anxious person in general. And like the two people I live with are super anxious. So I'm kind of like very absorbed absorbing their um energies for real so it's like sometimes I just need to wash that off you know mm -hmm. um, but uh yeah I hear you we don't always like cleans cleanse everything and you in general you'll know when you need to do a really mm -hmm like big cleanse because of something but a lot of times I think it's also the fact that people don't always look at it and be like oh I need to cleanse, cleanse that or mm -hmm. I'm using this I should also cleanse it like it really it's something that we're not always like in tuned to and yeah And it's okay. I mean, like, there's if you don't have an object on you that is um, rotten uh, energy wise, <laughs> that has like <laughs> like the doll that I have. Like, if you don't have something like that on you and you're working with it, it could probably work fine. You know, it, it's not. Um, if you don't feel like there's something wrong with it, then it's it could be neutral you know it could be mm -hmm. neutral energy of someone uh just packaging it and just having a normal day and not really charging it with anything in particular so yeah just just be mindful of what you have and how you feel about it when you hope like hold it in your hand or even like like the said doll that i i brought in my home <laughs> has been ever since I brought it in the home there's stuff that's been like happening and you know what it's like so powerful that I'm not even cleansing it because I'm trying to sell it to someone who might need to use that kind of energy for their work so I'm gonna right. give it like weeks and if someone mm -hmm. Uh, because we don't all do the same kind of magic and sometimes True. in magic you need that negative energy like if you can use it for something that is um, important right now to you you should you can use it you know um, hmm. as a conduit or as a just got scared <laughs> I saw a reflection and it looked like a cat in my fucking window oh <laughs> okay um, um you could use it as an object where you can add more negativity or that it sucks up the negativity and then you could symbolically i don't know bury it or you know there's there's a lot of things you can do um and those people who actually do that kind of magic can probably use it so I'm waiting I'm gonna give it a two week two three weeks um in in my home and trying to sell it and if nobody wants to buy it then I'll cleanse it first you know but it's right. just to give people a chance like if they they really want it 
you know, because and some people like having haunted or weird <laughs> objects. I, I get it, <laughs> but I don't yeah. want it in my home. <laughs> it's yeah, been that, like, that. Sorry, it's been, Go on. Causing, it's been causing stuff that I don't want in my home. So <laughs> she can go. <laughs> Yeah, you're letting her go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't blame you. Um, she's very pretty and 22 inches tall. I mean, that's like, it's, she it's is. a good quality she's... doll, you know? Yeah, and I think, like you said, there'd be some people who would really, you know, the, the energy probably would vibe with them very well. So, yeah. you know, that uh, just because it doesn't work for, for you or, you know, or just because it's not your cup of tea, it doesn't mean that, you know, it's not going to be anyone's <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's, and if there's sure. somebody you don't like, you can also give it to them. Being the bad yeah. witch, everybody blames us to be. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's all part and parcel. It's all, it's all there. Yeah. And we actually, another time too, maybe we should talk about poppets and, you know, things like that. You mean like puppets? Puppets? Like voodoo dolls and stuff? Well, puppets more like, yeah, I mean, people can make puppets for, for like, you know, for good things, for positive things. Actually, I'm thinking of making a poppet for my kids who are grown adults uh, for health-wise, maybe. I was thinking about, you know, health-wise. So, mm-hmm. you know, because of COVID, and I thought maybe, you know, getting green material and then, you know, making them, personalizing them and, you know, putting some kind of a charm on them for, uh, you know, to bring them uh good luck but also good health mm-hmm. so maybe another time we can talk about that i'm going to try and work on those this if not before christmas after christmas so yeah mm-hmm. we can certainly there's lots of things we can talk about in that vein <laughs> yeah and also we could touch down on on voodoo dolls and how yeah. they're the misconception because they're originally uh, voodoo dolls are used to heal. Right. And, right. And not a lot of people in the mainstream know that. And I didn't know up until very recently. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty much like a the doll being a symbolism of a person and and you could do harm to the person, but it's usually used to heal, you know, instead mm-hmm. rather to, than to inflict pain, right? So it would be a right. good subject, I think. Yeah, because that's what everybody's so afraid of, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and voodoo is super about. powerful mm-hmm. kind of magic. I mean. Well, yeah, I was thinking like I would take real hair from my kids' heads and, you know, really personalize it. And Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't know if it'll freak them out. I'll have to ask them beforehand. But you, I think I don't think you should do stuff like that anyway if you don't ask people. You know. Oh yeah, that's my view. Yeah. Well, at least ask one of the person that is like concerned, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. Because if you're doing something um, for a couple. Um, Sometimes right. only one of them shows up and knows about it. The other person doesn't, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And people could get yeah. freaked out over it too. Yeah. Um, I'm really lucky that my, my daughter and my spouse is like, they're very chill. You know, I was like, okay, so we need to cut a piece of your hair. <laughs> and they were okay like, okay, that? just, just take a piece that doesn't show <laughs> Oh, that's great. That is. It is yeah. really. It's like yeah. sometimes I'm like, I'm a crazy person, and these people are just like, okay. Well, they trust you. Right? Yeah. They trust you yeah, and they yeah. They've seen um confirmation of stuff that I've done, so they know it's they they understand to a certain extent that it's not bullshit you know that something will work of course in magic like as in anything else you can do stuff like if you do uh rituals and spells and all that they won't all work all the time you know that's the truth That's important for people to understand it's not like we're magicians performing tricks you know it's yeah. it's not something you can like um do and show to everybody like oh I'm gonna guess what number you're thinking about <laughs> you know like yeah, exactly it's not the same thing at all uh no. because we are working with uh within mystery because we don't understand everything and mm -hmm. I think When a spell goes wrong or when it doesn't pay out, quote unquote, um, it is because it's really not a good idea for you. Because usually when you do spell work, uh, well, when I do spell work, I always ask for guidance and I always say, like, if this is something that will give me something good in life then make it happen, like help me make mm -hmm. it happen. If this is something that will cause arm, arm, harm <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to my family or to blah, 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 then I don't want it to work, you know? Uh, and I, yeah. I think that like you hand over trust into the universe or the into the hands of the god or goddess or whatever you're working with and you also have to understand that you're letting that go and yeah. you just have to forget about it and you know most of the times it works out for you like it really yeah. just like even sometimes when you're not even doing spell work no more you can do spells you know Like yeah, I used, to, I used to need to do like the whole uh, circle uh, 
of protection to do light a, can a candle do this do that but now I'm at a, a period in my life where I it's just all inside of me like I could all these things that I'm using are really just to boost it up because it's really from within like my my energy and my power um, that I can hone and direct somewhere um, uh, more comfortably and with more ease than before. So sometimes yeah. just saying things out loud is me putting something out there, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, I think you're right. You get a level of comfort and knowledge and understanding and then you know it just kind of comes i mean i think it for me it really like it really helps like i'm very much into the moon phases oh yeah. you know that amen yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> yeah and and it kind of helps me like it gives me like a framework for mm -hmm. the magic in a way so I know like just before the full moon, I know that things are going to get crazy, um, i.e. I'm going to feel crazy and mm -hmm. probably really cranky. Um, I don't know what. I never know. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, sometimes they're better than other times. But um, I find like if I can really buckle down and do some magic during the full moon, it's amazing. It's really amazing, but it doesn't always work, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not in. I'm not in any shape to do it, unfortunately. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> it's part of our evolution as people, I think, to not always have the easy road uh, ahead, and to, mm -hmm. um, you know, we st we're gonna all have bad days, and and um. Uh, how can I say this um, it doesn't mean that the work you're doing is not good sometimes it just means that you need to actually learn something from that feeling bad or that it is a payment like that's how I see it because um, nothing is free and in magic either okay mm -hmm. um, it's pretty much universal in all kinds of magic that you need to pay somehow. Like, um, it could be uh, a different kind of pay. Like, it, it doesn't have to be, like, uh, uh, a hand for a hand. But, I mean, uh, you could donate your time or say, like, I'm going to do this for this person or plant a tree or... Um, take care of your garden or um, anything uh, like dumb dinners or something like that, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, yeah. offerings, offerings are a form of payment, right? They're not mm -hmm. just to attract the, uh, the ghost, the spirit or the entity or goddess or whatever. They're, a form of payment because like the way I see it is like when I put food outside, I prepare the food so that uh, birds and um, uh, other night creatures can actually be fed with it, you know? 
So it's like you're feeding the world, the nature, in return for that thing you're asking for, you know? Because it isn't free. Nothing in life is free. If you go to the store, sometimes you get like, you know, uh, the cashier's made a mistake and the item passed for free. So you get free pickles, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's something that happens. Like you're going to have a good life anyways. But I mean, it doesn't mean that every time that you're doing something, it's going to work. And it doesn't mean that every day is going to be perfect and you're going to be at a level 10 of uh, happiness there, you know, like you're still going to yeah. have bad days. We're not like, c'est la vie, you know, we're, we're not like uh, always happy and we never have problems because I feel that if we don't have problems, our magic wouldn't evolve anyways. Like we, we can't learn without the problems. That's a really good point. You know, I, I really, I'm glad you said that because I think that that needs to be said because it's true. I mean, just because, you know, we do magic, just because we do spells and, and you know, stuff like that, it doesn't mean that we're not going to have our bad days or, you know, uh, difficult days. Um, mm -hmm. But for me, that's really what pushed me towards doing more and more magic was just like things going in the shitter, you know, <laughs> and then thinking, oh my <laughs> yes. God, I've got to do something, yes, know. you know? <laughs> yeah. So, but then it's evolved from something that I wanted to sort of save me. It it's mm -hmm. evolved into something that has saved me, but in a different way than I thought. Mm hmm it didn't just giving, pull you out of there, but it gave you exactly. an identity in a sense. Yeah, an identity and also like direction, mm -hmm. you know, real direction. And um, I think, you know, there's a lot of people without direction. I certainly was one of them. You know, I still don't have direction in every single part of my life, of course. But spiritually mm -hmm. speaking, I feel like I do have a, like, I know... I have direction and I know what I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I know what I'm, I'm doing and I'm happy with what I'm doing. And, you know, I'm really grateful, you know, to know you because I think that although I have been a solitary for a long time, I'm seeing that actually there's, there's definitely a lot of really good things that can come out of having somebody to, you know, to sort of, go back and forth with and, you know, ask questions or answer questions or just like inspiring stuff, you know? Yeah, I totally get it. I mean, um, it's, well, first of all, thank you. And I'm, I'm really grateful that uh, I found you also. Um, I, I think, you know, we're human. We're all kooky and somewhat solitary because we are um, different. Um, like I'm, I, when I say we, I mean the witches that started doing witchcraft before they knew what witchcraft was, mm -hmm. and before it sort of became a trend. Um, and I'm not saying that it's a bad thing because I'm sure 
it's showing a lot of people a new way of life. And I have nothing against baby witches and whatever their reasons for doing it are. Um, I think it's great. And we all um, still need to communicate. And these people are probably lonesome too. Like they're probably lone wolves like us. Mm -hmm. And they just maybe didn't notice as much as we did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. And, and I think you're right. Like, it doesn't really matter what brings people to it. You know, I, in my view, like, I think when people don't have some kind of spirituality, I think that there's a lot of, you know, very, very um, unhappy sort of things that, that go on. You know, a lack of spirituality, no matter what we're talking about, can be really like a disease for people, you know? And I mean, I don't really care what religion people are, as long mm -hmm. as I can be me and I'll certainly let you be you. That's fine. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't mind either way, as long as I'm not going to be told that I can't, you know, be who I am and do what I want to do, you know? Or that you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, or that I'm doing it wrong. Yes. Yeah. Um, there's I a lot of that. Yeah. Sorry, Cindy. There's, there's a lot of that on I see on social media. And I don't get involved in it, but <laughs> I note it and I think, huh, okay. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of negative. You know, honestly, if somebody wants to do something some way, fine. Who the hell am I to say anything, really? Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it's one thing to give um, um, pointers or uh, des conseils. How do you say this in English? Yeah, like tips or... Yeah, it's, it's one thing. Advice. Advice, but it's another... Thing to say, this is how you should do it, or do it that way, or <laughs> yes, we most of us have like found our own ways, and we've yes. amounted to a lot of the same things as other people, all by yes. our lonesome natural self. Because you have to think about the nature of things that you're touching, that you're using, that you're. Um, communicating with you know you need to do that work and that work uh, starts within yourself as boring and as cliche as this is mm -hmm. um, if you don't have a connection to something or that it means uh, something different to you that it means than it means to someone else it's not the same kind of magic or energy that's going to happen with that spell You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, say, uh, okay, let's say that a key is not something that evokes uh, the same thing to you as it does to me. And you're more into a lock, actually. You're, you're more like that has more significance to right. you. Um, 
that resembles the significance that the key would have to me, then if a recipe or a spell, let me say, uh, requires a key or says a key, you can use a lock, you know? Yeah. You can use, yeah. you can use a pebble if that pebble means what the key would mean to someone else. <laughs> And it's yeah. still going to work. And it's going to work better yeah. for you than if you use the object in question. Well, I, I agree. I mean, I hope everybody who's listening, like, really hears what you said because it makes sense. And that's why, like, a lot of times you see on, you know, social media, you'll see or, you know, even <clears throat> on YouTube videos, like, showing how to do things, you'll hear people say things like, you know, you don't have to go out and spend a lot. You know, if you don't have the money, you can use other things, you know. Yeah. And to me, I mean, I don't know. I think you're very creative and I, I know I'm very creative. And so I prefer to decide for myself if this is what I want to use or if I'm going to use that without being afraid of, oh, my God, I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. And yeah, we, there's like a sea of, well, a tsunami of information out there that yes. could be uh, from me or from you or from anybody that can create a page on the internet. And what really makes it real or unreal is how you feel about it. Yes. That's it. Yes. And when I was creating my love jar, Okay, my spell, a self-love jar. Mm -hmm. I went around my kitchen and my cupboards and I had this, this empty jar in my hand and I was thinking, just closing my eyes and like thinking, okay, what do I want in there? And what does this mean to me? What does it symbolize to me? And I then like that. when I, I completed it, Um, I sealed the jar with honey at first. Um, and then I, I went uh, to look on the internet for fun. And a lot of the same things that I put in there in my self-love jar was actually stuff that other people put in theirs, you know, that it's like, <laughs> if you follow your intuition, you don't even need internet. You don't need yeah. someone to say this is right or this is wrong. Um, yeah. And then I, I added something to it because I found uh, one or two elements. And I was like, oh, yeah, that speaks to me as well. You know, I'm going to add that to my, to my, um, my jar. And, and that was it. And it's one of the best, uh, well, items that I have in my home, you know, that I've created. And. Um, I think that if internet wasn't there, I would have probably had the same experience, you know? Yeah. I, I just would be one or two items, uh, ingredients less, but still the same love in there, you know? Yes. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, you can, I mean, certainly if you have the money and the resources, 
yeah, it's fun. You can buy all kinds of things and, you know, you can have fun with it. But at the same time, that's what I really like about witchcraft is that it's, it's crafty. A, yeah, the practical, you know, that's why in a way it's practical magic, right? Because it's yeah. practical. You know, it's not just like wishing here and there. It's actually you use what you've got, uh, what you feel is right uh, for what you need. And, you know, it, it, I love that about it. I really yeah. do. It's, it's um, it is. It really is. And yeah, those aren't just words. Yeah. Exactly. Go, go look at that word, the definition of it. And it yeah. is what it is. It's perfect for what we do. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. 50 minutes on this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, listen, people, I guess we'll never be able to make that under an hour podcast. Um, <laughs> but I hope you choose to listen to us anyways. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it's maybe we should cut it off uh, here. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Do you have something else to yeah. add? No, I think uh, I think we we've really done what we needed to do. We said what we needed to. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm pretty satisfied with this, and uh, Wendy yeah. and I will be talking about. Uh, what the next episode will be. Uh, and in the meantime, you can always uh, drop us a line on our Discord server. Yeah, um, please do. And what else? I mean, look for us on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, just come and uh, give us your opinion of our podcast and say hi or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I do. So right. we'll we'll see you later. Yep. Bye bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.